Before Zoom Info, business wins took a lot of time, energy, and patience. Now, Zoom Info helps you automate, scale up, and reach marketplace domination. Win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. I'm Zim Huda. The flu thought it could hold me down. The coronavirus thought it could hold me down. <laughs> it couldn't. Because black and orange is running through my veins. As I tweeted earlier, they don't have a vaccine for black and orange. I want to have this segment really quick. Um, I, I appreciate Ace holding it down for me. He went over some great free agent um, tracking stuff. I, uh, I think one of the good ones that I, I really, really hadn't paid attention to was Joseph, the safety at 26 years old. I think he's a great fit. I, I just want to see Sean Williams move up in the box some. I just want to get right into it. Um, one of the things that I was going to do when I was on the show with Ace is uh, pretty much go over what I saw from the combine. So... From the combine, we saw a lot of different guys that pretty much beasted out. Um, I'm not talking about uh, Joe Burrow's little baby hands or anything like that, but there's some guys that did some some really, really good stuff. Um, but I think when I get into uh, like a mock draft setting, I want to get into how what's my thought process my, my thought process going into it and different things that i wanted to kind of take a look at like going in you know like and this is the preface on how i get into the mock draft um thing but some of the things that stood out to me i wrote a lot of notes um i'm looking at running back a little bit because i'm unsure about geo after this year i'm unsure if the Bengals will even take keep them moving forward there's a couple of articles out even right now just showing that they will pretty much be off the hook for 4.75. Going into this free agent period, yes, letting Dalton go, getting rid of Cordy Glenn frees up 70 million. But you got to sign Joe Mixon, probably about 10 mil. So now you're down to 65. You got to sign AJ Green for another 17. What, what's his uh, cap hit on, uh, what is, I think he's at 14 or 15. I got to make sure. But either way, you're down. You're, you're, let's say you get around 55, 50, whatever. So then you got that. Then you got to figure out what you're going to do with William Jackson. So then that's easily another 10 to 12 million right there. So now you're in that 40 to 30, 30 something range. But then you got all of your rookie signings. So that factors in another seven to eight million because you got the number one pick is a little bit higher than normal. So I'm going to put us right at the threshold of like 28, 30 at the most that you'll be going to the free agency, which is really good. You could you should be able to walk away with that with one big name free agent and probably two key pieces, but you could walk away with three starters, even if you were at 25 and still have and still have a couple of million, you know, to go. So with that said, I'm looking at running back because we had an injury um with Rodney Anderson and Travion Williams, although I love his blocking ability, I'm not hundred percent sold on. So one thing I was looking at was running backs. I love the running back um it's a little funny, but the reason I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm targeting him is because I think he'll be there a little bit later when we start talking like fourth and fifth round. 
But uh, the running back from Utah, his name kind of escapes me right now, but let me take a look at something. Yeah, Zach Moss. So Zach Moss tested decent, and I, I, I saw enough on film where I like him. Um, but he's 5'9", 223, uh, good arm length. His wingspan is uh, in the upper echelon of everything. I think um, I don't really care about the bench press that much. Uh, he's not going to be a burner, but he's a solid piece, and that's one thing I was looking at. Um, the the kid, uh, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin running 4'3". He's going to be amazing. I don't think he'll fall to him. So some, some of those guys like that, I kind of like back off a little bit. T. Higgins had a really good um, showing on some parts. Justin Jefferson had a really, really good showing. And, J and Jerry Judy, he wouldn't fall to us. He didn't have the greatest uh, combine either. Henry Ruggs had a really good combine. Denzel Mims had a really good combine. Um, uh, among, yeah, Mims ran a 4.39. Justin Jefferson ran that 4.4. So coming into it, everybody thought he was just a slot guy. I even thought that he could maybe fall to 33. I'm now taking him off the board. No way he gets to 33. Henry Ruggs runs a 4-2. So if they want to move up and go get Henry Ruggs, I won't have a problem with that at all. Don't really care about bench press when it comes to wide receivers. Um, let me go. What else did I write on here? That is Moss did not test. So we won't be able to see him. There were a couple good tight ends that I wrote down some stuff on, but as I do, every time I do a mop, it's hard for me to go tight end. So that that one is a head scratcher um, for me currently right now. One guy that I'm really, really looking at at the tackle position, because I think he'll be there later, is Matt Pert, the, the tackle from Connecticut. I'm really, really looking at him a lot. Um, the kid Moody, I was, uh, so that's Natan Muti from uh, Fresno State, I was really, really looking at him. But because he did 44 bench press reps, I don't think he'll be there as e um, either. And one thing that I do value is athleticism from the from the tackle or the guard position or any offense alignment, period. Um, Matt Pert, um, he ran a 4.06, 4 which is really, really good for a man his size. He's a big guy. Um, uh, there's uh, the guy Ezra Cleveland from Boise State, keep an eye on him. He tested high on every single measurable that they had. So I really, really, really um, fell in love with that. Um, going to D-tackle, Chase Young, I don't think he, you're not going to see him testing to pro date. Um, some of the guys that tested real good, um, Khalil Davis was really good. Um, he tested, he was the highest at the 40. Uh, Ross Blacklock uh, from TCU. That's a guy I will put a circle around too. I want to make sure we keep a good eye and keep a good watch on him. Um, the kid from NC State, James Smith Williams, I think that's a big sleeper of mine. Uh, he ran a really good 40 as well. Um, linebacker, I think that's a big focus for everybody, right? So I want to spend a little bit more time on that. The names to watch are going to be, to me, are. Um, you can pretty much cross Isaiah. I only think in Bengals terms. So Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons, you can cross that off the board. Kenneth Murray, you could pretty much cross him off the board. And Patrick Queen, you could cross those three off the board. Because all three of those guys ran really, really fast, and they're not going to be available. But now, Zach Bond is a guy that uh, Cincinnati.com, I mean, I'm sorry, not Cincinnati.com, 
but the Bengals website wrote about frequently and lets me know that he's on their radar. Zach Bond uh, was third in bench press, but he didn't run fast. And for a big guy, if he could fall to us a little bit later, and if you're you're wondering, my guy that I originally had at number 33 was Akeem Davis Gaither. Uh, he had 21 uh, bench reps. And that's really, that was tied amongst like, that's tied for like fifth. So it's really, really good. I mean, I really, really believe in that guy, but he's got a foot injury, I believe, right now. But if you you haven't been following me, Akeem Davis Gaither, some people think of him as like, I don't know why they put him as an edge. He's a linebacker to me, period. Um, but Zach Bond is a name to keep on watching. Uh, Kenneth Murray, yeah, we're not looking at him at all. Malik Harrison, and one guy that I don't want to do is Terrell Lewis. I'm very, very scared of him. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm scared that the Bengals will fall in love with him. I just don't believe in him at all. Um, he didn't really test that well, but I think he'll be there. And because he played at Alabama, I think it'll be like one of those things where people will be like, yeah, yeah, like go get him, go get him. Um, there aren't. The linebacker, like, once you get past the third round in this in, in any mock scenario, I just don't see it. So it kind of makes me want to go early on a guy like a Zach Bond, but he didn't really have the greatest combine. But the fact that Bengals' website showed him a lot, and I love his tape. And so that's one of the things that makes me want to really, really, like, take a, a bigger look at him. The next position I want to look at um, is cornerback. Jeff Gladney is a guy that I wasn't really looking at that much, but then when he ran, um, uh, when he ran, he didn't run a good a good forty. So I just think he's going to fall. I mean, he I think he ran like a four or five or close to it, and which which now screams to me slot guy. But if you're not going to sign B.W. Webb and you're not going to sign Darquez Denard, that's a guy that can fall. And I, and I said Gladney, but it's Gladney. Um, But that's a guy that I think you should take a look at and keep an eye on, too, because his tape is really good. He just didn't have – he just had a bad combine. But I like guys like that, and I always kind of check those guys out because those are the guys that I think will fall back into your lap, and you'll say, damn, like, I, that's a guy that I want. Some of the guys that, you know, that I really loved, you know, before coming in, you know, like a Christian Fulton and, and guys like that, I just don't think you're going to really see it. I mean, Jeff Okuda, uh, I think he'll be there. Businesses love data, like really love it. But is just having data enough? Yeah. Nope. Oh. Because the smart businesses, the really smart ones, use ZoomInfo. It leverages data to unlock useful insights. Insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them, letting you grow your business. So ask yourself, is your data insightful? Now it is. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoominfo, how business goes to market. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But it's tough. I just don't see him. When when we get to the mock scenarios, which is the whole point of me recording this right now, then I'll show you what I'm saying. It's just like 
you don't really, I just don't count on the guys being there. The next one I really want to pay, I, I keep on looking at Antoine Winfield Jr. He ran a 4-4-5, and I love his, the him roaming with Jesse Bates coming down into the box, like, and then allowing Sean Williams and, and line, uh, it, he represents like the hybrid playmaker that I want. So I'm a big Antoine Winfield Jr. fan. So that kind of rounds out most of my, the guys that I'm kind of targeting. So then when I go into my mouth, right? So go, first of all, uh, Joe Burrow gets drafted. Then you see guys like Jeff Okuda come off third, Isaiah Simmons, Justin Herbert, Tua, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs, names that you know. You know. Now, one guy that get, that's been getting linked to us a lot lately, lately is A.J. Espinosa. Uh, if he were to fall that far, that would be a, big, a good pick, but I'm not in love with him, but I wouldn't be mad at the pick. I don't even really see a need for edge that early for me personally, but he would he he is a five tech guy that will allow. Uh, he can he you can you can push him inside and it'll allow Gino to be able to fight with somebody and get pass rush up the middle, which I think will go so far for this team. You then one one thing that I noticed is Hubbard is not really that good on the inside, so now you're rotating him on the outside, but you know you got Dunlap out there, but it, he would allow you to run more 3-4 stuff. So I do like that pick. You'll see that a lot. Um, Trayvon Diggs is a name that I kept on seeing fall. In this mock, uh, he went 21. Makai Becton is there at 25. In this mock, Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray, get they, they don't go until like 26, 28. Josh Uche, Uche, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Jalen Rager, if those guys fall into our lap at that 33 pick, I will love it. The other thing that is key to kind of um, to take a look at, too, is the fact that the Andy Dalton trade is going to be big because two two options, whether they get a fourth or third, some crazy fans think they can get a second, whether they get a fourth or third, they can use that to move up into the end of the first they could use that to get two picks in the second. And that's what I would be good looking at. Because how I was saying Jalen Rager, I think he'll still be available. I thought he would run a little bit faster. I think he ran a 449 or something like that. I could be wrong on that. I, I, my notes are a little bad on him. But that's one of my guys I really, really like. Um, Justin Jefferson got taken. But what I was gonna say is like Rager. And guys like a bond or something, I think if you could get two picks in the second and Akeem Davis Gaither, who I really, really love, I think you could turn that Dalton pick into two different guys getting like I just I just really believe in that you you could get a couple picks in the second round or move up to the end of the first. And when I say a couple picks in the second round, that Dalton pick could put you at the top of the second. But I don't know what the Bengals board looks like. But the second round is so important for this club this year. I mean, there are they're going to be guys too. If they could leverage it and figure out a way to get Dalton in there and get a, you know, like and get a, if I'm saying he can get a second, if a team is willing to come and get that second, and then you're able to leverage it and get to the back of the second, and then you got a nut and you already had the third, then you'd be looking at man, you're talking about a full roster revamp with guys that will play early on which has plagued the Bengals so, so badly in the past years. But guys like Cameron Dantzler, who I really like, um, he'll be there. Uh, AJ Terrell, the corner, he'll be there. Um, 
then you could look at the running back a little bit earlier, like a DeAndre Swift, a guy that has no business being there that late, could be there. Um, there's some there's some guys that you know we'll be looking at in this mock. Jacob Eason uh, is going to Steelers, which I would love because he sucks. <laughs> That's gonna be the highlight of this recording. Uh, J.K. Dobbins had a bad uh, combine. He's he fell down in here. Okay. But the, this is the, the next pick that I got, Antoine Wilfield Jr. He's just – and look, and on the board is Denzel Mims. Now, this mock is from Fanspeak Jim or Fanspeak uh, – I forgot the guy's name. But I like – I usually like his board. But Denzel Mims had a really good combine. He's got Denzel Mims coming right there in front of um, – right there in front of uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. If that was the scenario and you'd be looking at your third pick, the 65 pick, and we're looking at Antoine Winfield Jr. and Denzel Mims. I mean, it's a party because those guys are playing year one. I'm telling you that right now. And so I really, really appreciate this board for that. Once you get past there, it gets really muddy. That is Moss comes off the board, but that's what a Dalton pick is so, so key. Also, guys like A.J. Green, the corner who, despite just loving his name, Actually has a really good tape. Um, uh, guys like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, who everybody loves as well, Malik Harrison, they'll all be right there as well. But this is the guy that I really want us to fall to the fourth, is Matt Pert, the tackle from uh, Connecticut. Strong as an ox, got time to build, get him up, get it, do whatever. Because early on, Mooty and Pert were like neck and neck, but Moody having all those bench press runs, I think he comes up a little bit further in the third round and not goes not go to this fourth. But in the fourth, if you could somehow get Matt Pert the tackle there, I really love what he's got there on tape. Um, had a pretty decent um, combine. After that, I went with Zach Moss, the running back, to kind of cut this thing a little shorter. He tested fairly well, but he's a guy that really, really is just a, just a pure running back. Looks really, really good. Jawan Jennings from Tennessee um, would be my six-round pick. He didn't have the greatest combine either. Um, like I said, I like guys that fall just based off the combine, but I know what they can do on tape in their ballers. So just to recap, there's Joe Burrow, Zach Bond, Antoine Winfield Jr., Matt Pert, Zach Moss, and then Jawan Jennings. I did another mock, if you've seen it on my Zim Hude page, um, Zim underscore Hude, Um on Instagram, I had a mock that got some really good reviews, but as the combine unfolded, it just it became unrealistic to me. So this one's a little bit more realistic. I'm not in love with Zach Bond at the second pick. He's a slower linebacker. He's not going to be the guy in coverage that you guys want, but he is going to be able to do some off ball stuff. Three, four, uh, he's going to kick inside. Be, um, I, I just I just think he pairs up well with Pratt. I think getting the, like a young infusion of talent early on defense with him and Antoine Winfield Jr. set the tone to help out guys like Jesse Bates, help out guys like Geno Atkins that severely need ball players and, and playmakers. So going defense early, but then picking it back up to make sure that Joe uh, Burrow has the the solid groundwork that we need for him from the running back position and the future of tackle. You have some competition with Fred Johnson over there, even on the right-hand side, you got things. So you're not so limited and you're not forced to go uh, guard or tackle in free agency, although I want them to do that. I just think the Bengals probably won't. But that's the one thing that they haven't 
scouted well. So that's why I keep on pushing. Um, there was a report, Brandon Sheriff, who I really, really wanted. I think the Redskins are going to franchise him. So that kind of killed my hopes and dreams for him. Uh, there are some guys out there, though, um, as Ace pointed out earlier in his um, in his pod that he just recorded as well. But I just wanted to run over those things. I'm gonna go into it a little bit depth uh, into it a little bit more with some more depth later on when we get into our uh, live. What we'll do uh, generally, we do those on Thursday. I'm going out of the country for a little bit, so pray for me with the coronavirus on that one as well. Um, I'm going to stay healthy. I beat the flu like it was nothing. I can't be stopped. I'm like Tyson Fury um, in that regard. But aside from that, we're going to get into like what I saw from like the combine. I just want to give a, a more realistic overview of some guys that I really, really like. Um, I mean, Henry Ruggs, like there, there are guys that if they're there at 33, I mean, it's it's endless. It's endless amount of talent. Um because of the injury to uh, to uh, Davis Gaither, I think you we could figure out a way to move Dalton and get Gaither in another guy like early in the third. But that might be hoping too much. If Bengals have them on their board high, they got to go get their guy. So that's not that's something I wouldn't play with. But there's some kids out there, man, and I really really want to get into it. We'll go over some combine performances. On Thursday, we'll pull up some guys and we'll we'll ask you guys some questions. Please make sure you're checking out all the other shows on our Cincy Jungle affiliates, um, the OBI. They had a really good podcast um, the other day, I think, with Solomon Wilcox. Um, I'm working on some guys. The Burrow Babies are here. We're going to go full force coming up the end of this week. So be looking out for some Burrow Babies announcements. So I'm working on that actually as we speak. But um, if you guys don't know what that is, you'll find out very shortly. You won't see me advertising it that much because that's not my style. But the cool kids, the people that understand what it is to be rebelling against the system, rebelling against everything that you know, rage against the machine is the mentality. And we will single handedly will the Bengals into winning form. And if you really believe that, come join me in this fight to victory. Me and Ace are going to be covering as much as we can as we move forward. Follow him, New Stripe City, on Instagram and Twitter. This is the Orange is the New Black Podcast, signing out. Businesses have always needed customers, so customer engagement has always been a thing. You know, steak dinners, golf, in-person handshakes. Not exactly efficient, though. But thanks to Zoom Info, times have changed. Now you can engage with the right customers across all channels and grow your business efficiently and effectively, all from one platform. Sorry, steak dinner guy. We've got work to do. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market.